It's time for Breathe Again Magazine, the radio show. A moment of hope, inspiration, and solutions. Listen to real-life testimonies from women and men just like you who have gone from victim to victorious. Sit back, listen, connect in the chat room, and share the show with a friend. Here's your host, author, and motivational speaker, Nicole Cleveland. Hello, 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 and welcome to Breathe Again, the radio show. Yes, I am your host, Nicole Cleveland. I am author, motivational speaker. I'm an evangelist. I'm just a child of God that loves the Lord and loves sharing victorious testimonies of faith and victorious testimonies of victory because there's so many people out here that feel like they're by themselves. They're, they feel like they can't go on. They feel like they're broken, they're distraught, and their life has been shattered because of a, a breakup, a betrayal, or a divorce. And I really want them to know that, yo, it's going to be okay. It's really going to be okay. What happened to you is not the end of you. What happened to you does not define you. It's not who you are. And it's not going to dictate the rest of your life. And so if you're out there right now and you're feeling some kind of way because of a breakup, a betrayal, or a divorce, I want you to know that you are going to make it. My sister, you're going to make it. You're not the first, and you will not be the last. You won't be the last. Uh, the people that I bring on the show, they're here to share their, their testimony of how they've gone through, how they've come out. So you know that there is an expected end to your pain. Honey, you, you hear all the time that trouble don't last always. But let me tell you something. Guess what? It don't last always. It really doesn't last always. So I want you to know that God is no respecter of persons. And if he did it for us, he definitely will do it for you too. Listen to the show. Listen to these victorious testimonies of women that they are the bomb.com. These women have gone through, they've come out, and they're here to tell their story, to let you know that you got this, girl. You got this, and you are enough. I don't care what they said to you or about you or said you wouldn't do or what you wouldn't accomplish. You are enough. You got to know that. I want you to know that. Look, we got a great show for you on today. My guest today is Dr. Lexi. She has a victorious testimony of faith. She is resilient, y'all. I can't wait for y'all to hear her story. She's going to be on the line just a few minutes. I'm going to bring her on so she can share it and provide you some hope because you need some hope in your life right now. You know what? You know how we do if you're part of the family and you tune in. We go into our prayer, and when we come out of the prayer, we'll jump right into the show with Dr. Lexi. You know what? Don't go away. We'll be right back. Father, Father, you hear our heart this morning? We do not want to settle. We don't want to find our comfortable position and put up our tent there and be happy with you blessing me and mine. Father, we understand today that forgiveness and reconciliation and blessing and favor is given for reason, Lord God. It is given for purpose, Father. 
And today, God, we say, forgive us, forgive us, Father, when we have taken on this attitude. Oh, God, of all you've done. Father, use us, God, use us, pick us, choose us, Father. We want to spend ourselves. Father, I want to get to heaven with a life poured out, not with a life that looks perfect, Father. I want it to not look good. I want it to be good, Father. We love you today, Father God. We love you today, Father God. We love you today, Father God. Let our love be seen, Father God, on this earth. Let our love be carved out, Father God, on the pavements of our neighborhood. Let our love be carved out for you, Father. Oh, Jesus, for the lonely. Lord, for the state that we were in. We were in that state, God. Yet someone bothered to take the time and present you to us. We'll never, ever take it for granted. And in turn, we live our lives as a thank you. As a thank you, Father. As a thank you. Amen. Amen. We live our lives as a thank you. That's Darlene Sheck in Israel and New Breed. And I tell you, that's my prayer. That is my prayer. I want to live my life as a thank you. I don't want my life just to be looking good in, in pictures and posts um, and what people see on the outside, but I really want my life to be good. And I pray that is your prayer as well. So let's get right into it. Let's jump right into the show. Today, my guest is Dr. Lexi. Now, Dr. Lexi, she is a phenomenal woman of God. She's a minister. She's a doctor. She is a coach. She's a business owner. She's an author. And she is here to tell her story. I'm going to bring her on the line. Dr. Lexi, are you there? I am. Hello, hello. Hey, hey, hey. I just want to say thank you so much for joining me today. And thank you for being transparent and sharing your story. Absolutely. I'm honored. Amen. So, look, Dr. Lexi, why don't you describe yourself to our listeners? What would Dr. Lexi say mm, Dr. Lexi is, who she is? Wow, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> I would say that I am still that skinny little brown-skinned girl from the inner city of Memphis that has found herself in a series of tragedies that turned triumphant as a result of God's intervention and always his presence in my life. Um, I would say that I am a person that is God's demonstration that your history does not cancel out your destiny. And more important, I am a woman of purpose that is here on this earth to empower others to live the best expression of themselves to get rid of limiting beliefs, and to become the bold creatures that God called us to be. How about that? How about that? I love it. I love it, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I was giving you two snaps. You ain't see it, though. You ain't see it. <laughs> Look, um, you had a rough childhood. Tell us a little bit about your childhood and, and your upbringing, um, because you were raised yeah. by, I believe, your great-great-grandmother, and you were... Um, your mother was addicted to drugs. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, that's something that a lot of people really don't know. But, yeah, I was actually 
born to a heroin addicted mother in actually in the middle of Cabrini Green, which is where uh, Good Times is filmed. So you know how mm-hmm. kind of hard that project is. But I was born in the in the middle of Cabrini Green. My mother was addicted to heroin. I was three pounds and twelve ounces. The doctors didn't expect me to live. But God, uh-huh. so you know, I've been fighting for my life ever since I was on this yes, earth. Yes, yes. Um, yes, and so I was the third of five children. Again, my mother was addicted to heroin since she was a teenager. So this was something that really just grippled her entire life. And mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so my sister and I um, were my my mother had five children. So you know, someone that has several children. So there was a little intervention after my two older brothers were born. My grandmother went and got custody of them, but as she had other kids, myself and my sister, then we were still with her. So we mm-hmm. actually saw her tied down to the bed by a pimp, and he was beating mm-hmm. her, all mm-hmm. kind of stuff. We saw a lot of stuff as children, and, and thank God that my great-great-grandmother was able to rescue us. Uh, when we were about five years old from Chicago and took us down to Memphis. So my mom was in and out of our lives, right? So she would come and get us, and then she'd go and take us for a little while, and then she'd get strung out, and so we'd have to be rescued again. So that went back and forth for a while until my, my youngest brother of our siblings died in a house fire as a result of my mom being across the street getting high. So the courts okay. took us so from sorry. her, gave us emergency custody to our great-great-grandmother, and so she did the best she could. She was 92 years old when she got custody of us. So that's tough. Five children, four children, 92 years old, doing the best she could. Did you say 92? So just, I did. I did. Oh, 92. Wow. And um, so she did the best she could. And so we just kind of grew up in the, you know, in the projects. And I ended up getting pregnant at 16 with my first child. And then again at 18 with my second child. So just, you know, as a result of my environment, kind of made some some bad decisions early on, but God was right there with me every step of the way, and uh, he shielded and protected me. So, yeah, yeah it was kind of rough, but I was always an overachiever, so I always had good yeah. grades, always did well in school, you know, was an athlete. But, yeah, 16, I had my first child, honey. Mm-hmm. But that's all right because you didn't stay there. You didn't stay there at all. You showed the world yeah. that you could do so. You were so much more than that. So kudos to you. Thank you, sis. Now, look, um, the story, uh, my my show is about overcoming adversity. My show is about um, really talking to those women that have gone through a breakup, a betrayal, or a divorce. And your story just, just jumped out to me. And okay. I really wanted to share it with others. Now, you were married for seven years, and you're divorced now. And I really am adamant about sharing stories of victory and overcoming um, adversity and what you've gone through. So that woman that's listening and that woman that's going through right now knows that they too can make it because you know, sis, when we in the middle of it, we feel like it's going to be the end of the world. Amen. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Amen. Yeah. So talk to me a little bit about your story of starting over. Yeah, you know, it was it was one of the lowest points in my life, I have to be honest, you know, because my story is that, you know, I'm this girl that overcome all this adversity as a child, and so now I'm 
I'm like living my best life. You know what I mean? I'm married. Um, my husband is a police officer, well-respecting the community. I'm an executive in corporate America. I'm very active in my church. We're both active in our church. We're both ministers in my church, right? Mm. We met at my mm-hmm. church. And, and so we, you know, we were living, like I said, our best life had a beautiful home, several cars, you know, just doing well. And I began to see a shift and I began to pray. You know, and I began mm-hmm. to ask God to, to, to kind of show me what was going on because I, I have a spirit of discernment, so I knew something wasn't right. And then I'll never forget it. It was on my birthday. I was at work because my birthday was in the middle of the week. And, um, and so I was going to celebrate that weekend. And so I remember getting a text. We were going through what we call strategic planning uh, for the organization, which is like war rooming and all this stuff. It's really mm-hmm. intense. But I got, oh, yeah. I, got this, I got this text message, and it said, I don't want to be married anymore. By the time you read this, I'll be gone. All of my things are out of the house. I'm mm. like, what? Like, mm-hmm. like I know this. I'm, you know, so we. Yeah. Supposed to I know they they don't text the wrong number. <laughs> yeah, it's something got right. going on. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> right. I, I immediately get up and walk out of, of the of the boardroom, and I I I begin to call and say, "What you you know trying to figure out what's going on?" He wouldn't answer the phone. I text back, why are you not answering the phone? Wouldn't answer the phone. Mind you, this is like on a Tuesday. Yeah, it was a Tuesday. I had to go out of town on Wednesday and Thursday, and I would be back Friday to celebrate my birthday. So I'm steady calling him. He will not answer the phone. Will not answer Mm -hmm. the phone. So I called the police precinct saying, hey, would you tell, ask you to answer the phone? I don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. So... He would, he refused to answer the phone, so I had to go. I, I had to leave. I, I was a corporate executive. I could not go. So I'll never forget I was going to Las Vegas, and, and, and he just was so hurtful in all the stuff that he said in his text message. Oh, yeah. He never loved me. Um, he uh, just married me for what I could do for him, and that he cheated on me not once, but he cheated on me over 10 times. And I like all of this is not information I've asked for, that I've been told. And this is just information that's just hurtful. So I never right, forget I'm right. walking to the airport with my bag, and I remember one of the uh, gentlemen that, you know, helped, uh, that works for Delta, and I, tears are just streaming down my face. He's like, he's like it's going to be okay. God got you. And I said, you know what? I know that he does. So I went to Las Vegas. You know, Las Vegas is normally something that you enjoy. I just had to go to my business meeting, but I stayed in the room the entire time. And I got back. He wouldn't talk to me for an entire week until I went up and, and made the uh, lieutenant have him to come and talk to me. So it was wow. not only that it was a surprise, but it was cold-hearted. It was absolutely yeah. cold, and it took me by surprise. Now, to add insult to injury, when I came back from my trip and went back to work, they told me that they were downsizing my job. Hmm. My God. I'm I'm like, really? <laughs> At this God. time, can you pick another time? <laughs> can, you, can you pick a, another time? Not now. Don't, right. I, I can't take no more bad news, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'm sitting there, and I am totally perplexed. This went on for a while. Him not talking. Finally, you know, had an opportunity to talk. And I was like, let's go to counseling. This, that, the other. So long story short, I'm fighting for it. He's fighting to not be with me. 
and mm-hmm. he was just cold like somebody I'd never seen before. Yeah. And I was crying and I was praying, God, send my husband back and this and that and that and this. And I never right. that I've seen that. You know how we do. God, send him back. And it's the people at the church yes, praying. Yeah. They're yeah. trying to call him. He won't answer Want to slap ourselves that. now. <laughs> you, you understand. So I, when I tell you I was so sick, I had to go to the doctor. They took me off work because they told me when they when they told me I was being laid off, they said you're going to be laid off in 60 days. So it wasn't right away. You're going to be laid off in 60 days, and we're going to try to find something else in the company, but it's not guaranteed. And so I couldn't even work for the last six days. They took me off work because I was diagnosed with clinical depression. My God, I only weighed about 120 pounds. Mm. I had got, I had gotten down to 99 pounds because I couldn't mm. eat. I couldn't mm. sleep. I couldn't focus. Yeah, I know that feeling. So, you know, so the doctor told me to take this medicine. I said, look, man, and I'm not encouraging nobody not to take your medicine. I just told right, him, look, right, I right. just want to ask for me. That ask I, for me. You're, that ain't for me. I'm believing God right. for my healing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I began to just pray and continue to pray. And then God allowed me to see this, this uh, and I'm sure you've seen it, this video clip by TDJ that says when somebody leaves you and they walk away from you. Girl, you know, I'm I'm posting that on my darn page. Please let them go. Let them go. Let them go. go. I got free that day. Did you hear me? Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. I got free because, baby, I was in there listening to Take Me to the King by Tamala Man. Baby, I was crying and and snotting and crying and why I was doing everything. Babe, I seen that video and I got free. Do you hear me? I got I that's right. free. Yeah. And God yeah. began to tell me. He began to tell me that, you know, because I was so concerned. If I'm being honest with you, a transparent, I was concerned because remember, we had this ideal life, right? Oh yeah. We honey. had this ideal life. We had everything that everybody else wanted. We're mm-hmm. happy, nice yeah. looking couple. Love God. We got good mm-hmm. jobs, got a beautiful home, all this, that, and yeah. the other. And all I can think is, not, God, what am I going to do by myself? Yeah. How am I going to do yeah. this? Yeah, yeah. How old were your kids at that point, Dr. Lux? My kids were grown. That's the good thing. Okay. My kids were grown. So it, okay. it, it was, they, didn't, they weren't impacted by it at all, um, except that okay. they would just want to be there for me. And, sure. But, you know, it brought us close. You know what I'm saying? We went through yeah. Christmas. We didn't have no Christmas presents. We said, we are mm-hmm. each other's presents. We are each other's yes. gifts. We began yes. to appreciate some of the things that I didn't appreciate before. Girl, I was so bougie. I didn't, I didn't even used to eat leftovers. Man, my whole okay. life changed when I started realizing that now. I didn't have income coming in. You understand what I'm mm. saying? But God yes, began to show me that it ain't about you, Lexi. It ain't about your degree. Mm-hmm. It ain't about who you know. It ain't about your six-figure job. It ain't about none of that. He said, in your weakness, my strength is made perfect. Yes, and then yes, and only yes. then will you be, be begin to come out of what you're going through. And that's the reason that you're going through it. You don't see it now, and you don't understand it, but you will understand it, as old folks say, by and by. Yes, yes, yes. I love it, love it, love it. I love it that you're free, because when you yes. speak, I hear freedom. And so I yes, love it that ma'am. you're free, because we can go through some people stay stuck. Some people don't choose to move forward. But I hear freedom yeah. ringing all up in your voice. Yeah. So that's a blessing. Yeah. 
That's yeah. a blessing. So Lexi, and, talk to me. Talk, I'm sorry. Did you want to say something else? No, and this is and this is what I, this is what I wanted people to this is what I want people to know about that story. I tell my students this when I introduce myself when I teach in, uh, at the university because I teach at a Christian university. Mm-hmm. That scripture is so true. All things work together for the good for them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. God began to yeah. tell me, it's time for you to focus on what I put you on this earth to do. Because my yeah. marriage and other things in my life and previous relationships, I was so focused on other people and helping to try to uplift and upgrade and all this for other folks that I forgot about who Lexi was. And more yeah. importantly, I forgot about the purpose that God put me on this earth to do. So God says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Baby, you don't understand the value of peace until you go through some stuff like this, baby. Come I on, just want to peace. On. I just want to be able to sleep at night. Yeah. Forget about money. Yeah. I just want to be able to sleep at night. And, and I will tell you throughout that entire experience, I got laid off, you know, got going through a divorce. But let me tell you something. I never missed one bill. I was never late. I never missed anything. Do you understand me? What and what God did for me was, uh-huh. so they laid me off. I've been with the company for nine and a half years, so I had a severance package. So God uh-huh. allowed that God allowed that rejection to really be a reassignment for me to walk in my purpose because I uh-huh. took that money from my, my severance package and began my state farm business here in Atlanta. And so mm. the money I thought I was missing with two incomes, God increased it. I was making more as, as with one person than me yeah. and my husband was making together. See, God will take it. that thing. Again. He, he will do it. But we got to yeah. trust his time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a blessing. What a blessing. Your story is so familiar to my story. It's so similar to my story. Um, I just never understood the whole the the hatred and and meanness and and yeah. um, you know the negativity and things of that nature but but it's all good because it has something to do with the other party and not us so that's how I'm able yeah. to sleep and you know and move forward so let Dr Lexi tell me a little bit about a woman's worth because when a woman goes through a breakup betrayal or a divorce they really feel like it's their fault. It Their self-esteem is diminished. Their confidence is diminished. I really want you to talk a little bit about a woman's worth and why they should not be pointing the finger at themselves. That That is so good. That is so good. The first thing, the first natural reaction is for you to feel inadequate because that's a natural response to rejection. That's a natural response is to feel like, I'm inadequate, what could I have done better, this, that, and the other. But, you know, you feel a little, I felt a little bit of that, but not really. Because remember, I told you, I told you, I was praying the whole time. God showing whatever it is, God show me. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to see through the lens of, okay, is there something we can do? Can we get counseling? What can we do? And and, and this is the thing that I got from T.D. Jakes' video. When you've done all that you can do, you got to yeah. know that, that you have to just trust God. I knew that yeah. it was, was I perfect. No, is anybody perfect? Absolutely not. But what we don't understand is that sometimes not only do we come into relationships with unresolved issues, but a lot of men come into relationships with oh, yeah. unresolved issues from their childhood and from other things that they haven't dealt with. And so we're being brought into that situation. A lot of times it has nothing to do with us, nothing right. at all. 
And in my yeah. situation, there was a big age difference between my ex-husband and I. He was nine years younger than me. So, I mean, that's, a, that's an entire generation. So that's a whole mm-hmm. other story. That's a whole other podcast there. But he was just in a different place than I was. Do you understand what yeah. I'm saying? He was in yeah, a different absolutely. place. He wanted different things. When we met, he said that he wanted one thing. But when we actually got into the relationship and he saw what it takes, the hard work it takes, the sacrifice it takes, what it takes to, to, have, to make a marriage work, then he was like, I, I didn't sign up for this. That ain't what he thought he mm-hmm. signed up for. Mm-hmm. So I never really beat myself up at that time right after that. But what happened is, Later on, you began to have those thoughts in your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because what happens is you continue, if you don't completely heal from it, you'll continue to attract the very same type of people with the same types of issues. So it's important that you do understand your value and your worth and know that your authority and your power is rooted in God and not in a man. Amen. Amen. Well, congratulations to you and your boo because you have a fiance now, right? I do. I do. I do. (laughs) So congratulations for finding love and love found you. So to God be the glory for that. Yes. Years later, years later. What has it been now? Seven years. Oh, wow. 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 Um, Dr. Lexi, you are a certified life coach. Tell, tell me a little bit about Release Your Brilliance Transformation System. Yeah, thanks for asking. So, yes, I'm a certified life coach through John Maxwell. We know he's uh, the, the world's leading expert on leadership yes. and communication. And so I had the opportunity to uh, attend the live training as well as a whole bunch of uh, online modules that we uh, completed. But what I do is I help people accomplish their goals, and that's in any area of their life. And the way that I do this is through shifting of mindset. See, the one thing that we've been taught, if you think about how we're taught in school, they pour information into you and then you regurgitate it back, and then that's how they assess whether you've learned. Mm -hmm. But the coaching technology says that, All of the answers that you need for your life are inside of you. And it's just Mm -hmm. a matter of shifting your mind and helping you to understand that you have the power. So what I do is I help people to eradicate limiting beliefs because the truth of the matter is anything that you want to do, you can do it based on Mm -hmm. what you think about yourself. If you don't think you you can't do it, if you think you can't do it, then you won't do it. If you think right. you can, then you align your mindset and your actions with it, then you can do it. So I help people overcome limiting beliefs. One of my specialties is helping women that are dealing with relationship issues, as well as mm-hmm. people that have feel like, you said it earlier, they feel like they're stuck. They don't really understand why they can't get out of this place. And so I help yeah. them understand what hasn't worked for them and develop a customized solution to help them get to their desired outcome. So I love it. 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 I after John Maxwell, I realized that this is what I'm supposed to do with the rest of my life. I sell insurance, State Farm, and that pays the bills. But God knows that I am on a quest to do this for the rest of my life and for it to be my leading revenue generating activity. So that's what I'm on right now. I'm 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 on a quest to make sure that this is my full time life because this is what God put me on this earth to do. 
Love it, love it, love it. I'll often tell people that the job is what I do. My assignment is who I am. Come on, girl. Say that. Yeah, 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 yeah. The job pays their bills, but this assignment is God-ordained. So I I get it. I I definitely understand. So how can the listeners reach out to you? Because I'm sure you speak, and if individuals want to sign up for your coaching program, how would they contact you? Yes, so you guys can reach me, obviously, on social media. Um, On Facebook, it's Dr. Lexi, D-R-L-E-X-Y. And on Instagram, it's Dr. Lexi901. And um, you guys can also uh, reach me through my booking link on either one of those uh, social platforms. And to sign up, I'll use a direct message. Just hit me on my Instagram or my Facebook, send me a direct message, and then we'll book what I call a breakthrough call or a strategy session. We'll understand what um, you're in need of, and then we'll figure out if it's a good fit for us. I love it, love it, love it. Dr. Lexi, this has been our time. I so enjoyed you. Continue doing what you do and keep changing lives. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you guys for listening. Bless you. It's a moment.